So what on earth is Jesus suggesting to us? I wonder if someone came like a politician and suggest, I'm going to propose this way of governing all the wages in Australia. Just put yourself in that situation, just make, to make it a bit more real. We, th- we think this is a story 2,000 years ago. Yes, it's nice, it's a beautiful gospel. You know, it works maybe in, the, I don't know, in heaven or something like that. Does, does it work here on earth? So I wonder, and I, I was reflecting on that, and I was sitting with it. I don't know whether I'll vote that person. So I just wonder, maybe we'll just throw this tonight. See if you will vote this person who suggests that I'll pay the same for those who come at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock in the morning, 12 o'clock and 3 o'clock and 5 o'clock. The last one, for an hour, a day's wage. Will you vote for that politician? (laughs) One? Awesome. Will you vote that, Father Dave? No, you're not so sure. What about you, Father Matt? Yes, you will. Really? I'm not so sure myself. I don't know. Will you? Apart from Jonathan, anyone else? So that's, that's, the, that, that's why this gospel, I think, it's one of the hardest ones to understand, to say the least, isn't it? Why is Jesus suggesting that, that the kingdom of heaven is like that? It's very interesting, I think, in, in, in the 1930s in Sydney, there was, it, was a, it was a really bad economic time, it was a really down time, and there were a lot of people who were going around from wharfs to wharfs to, to actually look for for job. And the way they get picked for the job, because economy was, was really bad, is obviously you will pick the fittest one first amongst the rest and then you get picked and at a certain time of day. It's similar to the situation, right? And then the least, uh, you know, strong will get picked the last. Maybe didn't get any chance to work at all. So they end up going home without any money to feed their family. So when you put into the different perspective, not from the perspective of, see, if you are working from early morning, if you look at from the perspective of, say, a generous owner or generous God, you'd be concerned, how would the family of this person who is not picked early in the morning will survive if you only give him or her an hour's wage or three hours wage. So that, I think, it really challenged us to have a a bigger heart, a big heart, instead of really narrow-minded thinking from our own perspective, you know? If I do this much, then everyone else has got to do that much. I don't know about you, I was, when I came, um, uh, when I was young, well, well, I'm still young, but those early days in uni time, I remember, um, it was really hard. I actually, I graduated from an engineering and it was really hard to find job. I really struggled to find job as um, someone who comes from overseas. It was like a catch-22. You know, you don't have a permanent residency, so you can't get job. So it was a little bit like that. And the only job I could get 
is a cleaning job. It was kind of like a you know five to seven at the end of the day. I mean, I wish you know I get paid with like the same of, of someone who worked from nine to five, but it didn't happen like that. But that was enough to pay a little bit of you know the bills and all that, and I've got some pocket money. And I think Jesus is is really speaking for those who don't. Get, I mean, don't get me wrong. We're not suggesting that you know you be a, a kind of a dull bludgers, kind of, you know, just wait and then you don't do work and you get the money and to work. But I think people have been waiting. He said, like, why have you been idle all days, right? And these people said, we've been waiting all day and no one hired us. We wait and wait because we, maybe we have some disabilities, maybe they're not the brightest or the strongest or, or you know, uh, the most preferable person to be picked. So they didn't get a job. You know, Jesus speaks for those who are marginalized, those um, who have some handicap, who have some disabilities. And it's that large heart of the Lord that, that says that God will provide. And the thing is with that one denarius, it's, it's just like a day's wage, right? But if we put it in a different perspective, let's put it in the perspective of the Lord is saying, you might think this is such an ordinary thing, one day's worth of work, right? But what is the kingdom of God? What is the work of the kingdom of God? The work of the kingdom of God is for the salvation of all men and women, Say if we are working, say there's a bushfire, right? And everyone is called to help, you know? You're far away. Someone has been working all day and helping, you know, those who get caught in a bushfire. A little bit like a saving people, right? And then you've got someone that comes at 12 o'clock, you know, someone comes at 5, and then you're so happy because everyone is saved. Now, would we be so narrow-hearted as to say, oh, I came here at nine o'clock, so I should be the one that's honored or paid most. You sort of defeat the purpose, isn't it? What you want is to celebrate that the mission is accomplished, right? The mission of the salvation is accomplished and you're part of it, whether you are you know, working all day or you just came at the last minute because you're part of that. And that's what the Lord is saying, that we are working in His vineyard and that one denarius is but our own salvation. You know, whether you're working at the, you've been working for the kingdom of God or you're working for the kingdom of God at the last minute in your lives, maybe things hasn't turned well in your lives. Maybe there were parts of your life that, that makes you really grow back from serving for the Lord. I don't know, being uh, living in a sinful life or something like that. Jesus is speaking for those people as well who are called into uh, the work of salvation at the last minute. And in fact, you know, he is saying that for even the Pharisees who are, you know, kind of like we think we have been working so hard and why are you making all, you know, the prostitutes and these and uh, tax collectors who are kind of working late in their lives, the same as us, you know. Why do they get salvation the same as us as well? 
But that, that really completely missed the point. I mean, it's possible that people are so angry with God that they sue God. Last time I checked in the Google, you know, suing God, there were actually three, at least three occasions in the Wikipedia that someone actually sued God. <laughs> Would you believe that? Someone actually sued God because God is not just, right? Suing God, the court had to say, well, it's a little bit hard. God doesn't have an address and we can't quite contact him. <laughs> right? So it's possible that we get so angry and so narrow-minded about the sense of justice from our own perspective that we miss what God has in store for us. If we have that, you know, I think if we really take on this large-hearted God and what he offers, there will be enough food and enough housing and enough of everything for everyone. Even in Australia, I think the bishop called this Sunday a social justice Sunday. There's a theme for this Sunday. It says it's everyone's business to make a sustainable and um, inclusive economy. What it means is that everyone can receive enough welfare. It's a commonwealth. Everyone can receive enough welfare where they can work and they have the intelligence, the skills to, to earn that much, or they don't. A lot of our brothers and sisters don't have the same capacity as us, but they do have the same dignity as human beings to receive the same uh, welfare that we all receive. Think of um, brothers and sisters with the indigenous community, how, how, do, how they struggle to get jobs and all that. Think of, you know, refugees and, you know, people from overseas like myself years back. It's not easy to actually get job like that, but the bishop is, um, and all of us are called to really stand on that, that vision that, that, yes, work is important and it's our dignity as well, but there's also a dignity of a human being that needs to be respected, that we need um, to have the same welfare or the same basic, but a lot of struggle still. Even we don't have to think too far like somewhere in Indonesia or India, even in Australia alone, a lot of people are working under the standard of a normal, uh, you know, a healthy way of life. So let's, let's just ask the Lord to give that large heart that's hard for us. You know, we, we need to be growing in the generosity. We need to be growing and, and welcoming others and seeing their, their dignity and not so much fighting for our own um, sense of justice because in a way justice is trumped by, by God's generosity. It's not like he's not being unjust. Like you say, he made an agreement everyone receive one denarii, but he just decided to be generous to those who don't deserve to receive that one denarii. To tell you the truth, I think most, if not all of us, do not deserve to receive the salvation that the Lord promised us, right? We all, in some way or another, fall short 
of that great gift. It's, it's a pure gift of our own salvation. So let's, let's place ourselves in that generous heart of God and receive that too and, and pray that everyone will receive that, you know, eternal happiness to live um, without any difficulties or any tears uh, and to live that with, with, with God forever and ever. And praise Jesus. Jesus.